everybody, and welcome back to the show. You're listening to Firearms Cafe. I'm your host, Tony Brown. Today is Sunday, August the 8th, 2010. guys uh, who are not in the state and for those of you guys that are in the state and may not know our primary elections are going to be coming up on the 24th of this month which means uh, in about two weeks from the this coming Tuesday Tuesday will be the 10th and then two weeks later will be the 24th and uh, some of you guys may have already gotten your early ballots some of you guys uh, may be waiting and actually going to vote on that day we always tend to vote through the mail. It's just real convenient. Now, before I get too far into the topic of today's show, which is going to be on the primaries and looking at the candidates, let's go ahead and get some of our contact info out of the way. If you'd like to contact me, there's several ways that you can do so. You can call up on the voicemail line, which is 206-339-3266. If you want to send an email or recorded MP3, you can do that at firearmscafe at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook. Uh, I'm on there under Tony Brown. Also, uh, I have a couple of uh, fan pages. I have a Firearms Cafe fan page as well as my other podcast, which is The Armed Ape. So I have a The Armed Ape fan page. So if you go over to Facebook, you can type in either Firearms Cafe or The Armed Ape, and one of those pages will pop up. As far as what I'm going to do with those pages, what I would like to start doing is I'm going to start doing posts and maybe posting photos if there's something that I could talk about, uh, that I talk about on the show where a, a photo would be appropriate and I'll, I'll paste those on there. But I'm also going to try and maybe start doing um, some of the links and things on there. We'll see how it works out and see if it, uh, if it actually kind of is going to do what I would like it to do. Uh, I've been trying to do a better job if if something is, uh, you know, linkable, so to speak, uh, where I could actually do a leak. I try and, and put that in the post uh, over at uh, either Firearms Cafe, you know, so in, in the actual show notes at the website. So if you want to go over to firearmscafe.com, you'll be able to see those. Now, you can also leave me a me- uh, not necessarily a message, but you can leave a comment or ask a question over at Gun Rights Radio Forums under the Firearms Cafe section. And uh, you can all I check on those. I haven't gotten a whole lot of comments on there lately. I tend to, to uh, it seems like people either will contact me through, uh, mainly through the email. I have been getting some more stuff on Facebook page, which is kind of cool too, so... Uh, for those of you guys that sent me in some of the tips and hints on Facebook, I want to say thank you. I appreciate those. I also want to give a shout out uh, to Ken, who's going through basic right now, and I uh, hope he's doing well. Now, continuing with the uh, shout outs, I got an email from uh, a gentleman named Nick the other day. And Nick is, in the body of his email, he was talking about that he is kind of new to the... Uh, to the gun culture and uh, is, is getting into gun ownership and shooting and things like that. 
and he has got a uh, a website where he's going to kind of chronicle uh, his experiences and things like that um, as a new shooter, uh, kind of what he learns and things like that. And he uh, is thinking about maybe doing a podcast. Hopefully, he'll be able to do that. But I'll put a link to his website in the show notes. Uh, but his actual website is called NewShooterPodcast.com. So you can go over there, and uh, hopefully pretty soon he'll be able to get out a couple of shows, and we'll be able to enjoy those as well. So other than that, uh, let's see. I did get, uh, Candace has sent me some pretty cool things, so thanks for that, Candace. Um, bop, bop, bop. That's about it. Um, I did get something, and it kind of came over on the uh, on the Armed Ape email, but I did think it was a good email and I wanted to go ahead and and read this out and it's uh I won't give his last name but it's from Jeff it's called the monkey story it says start with a cage containing five monkeys inside the cage hang a banana on a string and place a set of stairs under it before long a monkey will go to the stairs and start to climb towards the banana as soon as he touches the stairs spray all the other monkeys with cold water after a while Another monkey makes an attempt with the same result. All the other monkeys are sprayed with cold water. Pretty soon, when another monkey tries to climb up the stairs, the other monkeys will try to prevent it. Now, put the cold water away, remove one monkey from the cage, and replace it with a new one. The new one sees the banana and wants to climb the stairs. To his shock, all the other monkeys attack him. After another attempt and attack, he knows that if he tries to climb the stairs, he'll be assaulted. Next, remove another of the original five monkeys and place it, and replace it with a new one. The newcomer goes to the stairs and is attacked. The previous newcomer takes part in the punishment with enthusiasm. Likewise, replace a third original monkey with a new one, then a fourth, and then the fifth. Every time the newest monkey takes to the stairs, he is attacked. Most of the monkeys are beating him up and have no idea they were not permitted to climb the stairs or why they are participating in the beating of the newest monkey. After replacing all of the original monkeys, none of the remaining monkeys have ever been sprayed with cold water. Nevertheless, no monkey ever again approaches the stairs to try for the banana. Why not? Because as far as they know, that's the way it has always been done around here. And that, my fellow monkeys, is how Congress operates. We need to replace all the original monkeys this November. So I thought that was fitting with some of the stuff that we're going to be talking about today. Now, I've been recently, and I'm sure a lot of you uh, have or have been in the past or will be in the future, you're going to get inundated with all the kind of the political postcards and ads and stuff that they're going to send you in the mail. And what I would ask you to do is not to just immediately uh, throw those in the garbage, uh, but take the time, and I've talked about this before on other shows, but actually take the time to go to their websites if they have a way where that you can contact them, uh, either by phone or by email. Go ahead and contact them and try and see if you can get a response from them. A lot of times you can go to their their websites and you can um, see what they put up there and see kind of and also look for things that they're not putting up. Are there any subjects uh, that they're not uh, talking about? And this would be maybe not so much as important as if somebody's running for corporation commission or if somebody is running for school superintendent. They may not put anything up about Second Amendment rights or about 
uh, maybe some of the other things that you feel strongly about. And with this show, again, we're going to focus just on the Second Amendment rights. And we're going to look at, are the people that are running, and again, depending on what position they're running for, are they even mentioning it? And there are going to be positions where that is going to be, I, I hesitate to kind of say more critical, but where they're going to be, maybe it'll hold more weight. Uh, however, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, you know, pretty much what we need to do is anybody that's running, we need to make sure that they're people that believe in the Constitution, that believe in basically power to the people. When we're looking at somebody who's going to be your state representative, who is going to be your state senator, who uh, is going to be the governor, who is going to be attorney general, who is going to be the county attorney, you know, that's when we really need to, and we need to look at those things like positions like mayor, positions like city council members. Those are where we really need to take a good hard look at these people. The majority of them, once you start to look at them, you'll find that a lot of them, for lack of a better term, they sort of bounce around from different uh, different position. Now, a good example of this is the guy who's running for uh, the mayor of the city of Chandler, which is where I live in Arizona, and his name is Jay Tibshraney. I, th I think I'm pronouncing that right. But anyway, he was a uh, in the Arizona state legislator. He was a senator. He's been a mayor before of the city of Chandler, and now he's running for it again, so he's going to be out of the legislature. His record in the past has generally been pretty good on on second amendment issues uh he's a republican and i don't really have a problem with him being mayor i think that he uh, he would make probably a pretty decent one uh we'll see whether he gets elected to it or not but i the main thing is is if i had to say exactly which side of the coin he falls on i would say he would be more pro-gun uh, then, then falling into the neutral camp, or he's definitely not anti-gun. He's made some decisions and voted some ways that I didn't particularly care for. However, though, when whenever push came to shove, he pretty much always came through for us on Second Amendment issues. Uh, again, like I said, sometimes um, maybe not the greatest type, uh, or in some of the ways he voted, I wish maybe he hadn't. But in general. Uh, when, like I said, when push came to shove, and also when I contacted him, I always got a message back from him uh, personally. I didn't get just a form letter. He would address things that I'd spoken about in, in my emails and my correspondence with him. So again, he's somebody that I think uh, would, would make a decent uh, mayor and would be an ally of the Second Amendment. Now, when we look at some of these other things, if we're, if we're looking at maybe state representatives, I've got three people that, that I can vote for on, on my ballot that I've got here in front of me. Uh, one is J.D. Messnard, the other is Tom Forsey, and then there is Vanessa uh, Whitener. Now, the, the guy that I like the best out of those three is actually uh, J.D. Messnard. Now, if you go to his website and you look at some of the things that he actually puts on there, he is very, very strong on Second Amendment. He would be considered, you know, probably a very conservative Republican as far as what some of his other views are. Kind of for the record, I am a registered Republican, but I am probably much more uh, 
in line and would consider myself to be more a, a, a constitutional libertarian. Unfortunately, there's no constitutional libertarians that are running. So uh, with the Republicans out here in Arizona, I feel that they're going to be the ones that are going to be able to best represent me. And by being a member of the Republican Party or a registered Republican, I can have a say, at least, in how things go. And then when certain things come up, I can actually contact these guys that are Republicans and say, hey, I'm a Republican, I'm in your district, this is what I would like you to do type stuff. Go to these guys' websites, research them. Uh, a lot of them will have places where you can contact them. Go ahead and contact them. Something like now, where it's kind of getting down to crunch time, they may or may not be able to uh, get back with you as soon as you like. A lot of them still, though, are going to be doing meet and greet stuff, so you can go out and meet with them and talk with them. Um, but I did want to read one thing from J.D. Messner's uh, website and what he had put on the Second Amendment. So give me a second here and I'll pull that up. So what? And before I read that, what I like about his stuff is he's got everything pretty much out there. So with this guy, he's not really hiding behind anything. Now I know, yeah, it's a campaign website and all this other stuff, but at least he's willing to put things on there. He's got stuff from border security and illegal immigration, budget, crime, education, energy, environment, free enterprise and business, life, Second Amendment, property rights, the size and role of government, states' rights and sovereignty, taxes, traditional marriage, transportation, why I'm not a liberal in economics. Pretty much any question that you would have, he's got at least some of this stuff out on his website. And what I thought was very interesting was on his Second Amendment thing. And he writes, Our founding fathers made sure that the Second Amendment right to bear arms was included as a fundamental liberty in the Bill of Rights. I agree with their many reasons for doing so. You cannot justify restricting or eliminating constitutional protections in the name of safety or fear, nor is it right to place bureaucratic regulations on all people because of the irresponsible behavior of a few. Nothing can take the place of individual responsibility, certainly not the government. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, period. This guy sums it up, I think, very succinctly. You know exactly where he stands on that. And, you know, I could go through and, and kind of read his stuff and talk about things line for line, but basically a lot of the stuff that he talks about is a lot of the things how I feel personally. And it's things that I've talked about on the show in the past. You know, we've talked about you can't have individual and personal freedom without having individual and personal responsibility. And we've talked about that it's not the government's place. We've talked about in, pa in past shows that it's not right, as he says, to place bureaucratic regulations uh, on, on your rights because of something that other people are doing and it is a few so I I really like the way that he uh, put that stuff up what I may try and do um, if I can find the time I, I'd like to be able to get an interview with him I don't know again like I said it's it's crunch time now and I probably won't be able to but if you are in Arizona and um, if you're in uh, district 21 which is was where I am I would say take a take a real good hard look at this guy you know, you don't have to agree with every single thing that he said. Let's say if you disagreed with him on traditional marriage or you disagreed with him on 
his pro-life stance or whatever. It, the main thing we're talking about here is this is a guy who pretty much is in uh, going to be a big supporter and is in favor of the Second Amendment. So, and as we know, a lot of times the Second Amendment can be a, a litmus test because that says if if you really truly believe in what the Second Amendment says, and if you believe that the individual has the right to uh, to keep to, to purchase, to buy, to maintain weapons, whether they be, and in this case it's going to be guns, but it could be guns, it could be knives, it could be anything like that, then what you're saying as a politician is that you do have some trust and some faith in the people. Take a look at this guy. Um, like I said, I'm voting for him in the primary. Hopefully he'll, uh, he'll be in there. Uh, he's somebody that we could really use. Uh, as a state representative and somebody I think that could help further our cause for uh, protecting and furthering our Second Amendment rights. Now let's kind of switch gears here a little bit and let's talk about how a lot of these guys, and, and again that's why I brought this up with uh, Tib Shraney, that a lot of these guys are kind of going to bounce back and forth between different positions. Um, once they're sort of in the public service. And a lot of these guys too, you know, you can look at them and a lot of them are businessmen, but some of them, what they're going to do is maybe their terms are up and so they're going to run for a different position. So again, the guy who is that city council member today may be your state representative tomorrow and may be the next congressman next week and then next year. Maybe that guy is running for governor and then after that, maybe they run for president. Or they, they go up into the Congress or into the Senate and they become uh, very powerful people up there. And if what we can do is if we've got our base that trickles down from the top and everybody from the top to the bottom is, is good on, on the Second Amendment, we know that, again, we're going to be a lot less likely to have those rights trampled on uh, because those guys are going to fight for things. And I know I'm kind of beating a dead horse here, but it is so very important to do the research on, again, on all levels. You know, like the county attorney, you got to look at those guys and you got to say, all right, is this guy strong on guns? Is he, does he think that the citizenry should not have any firearms, that, that only the police and the military should have those? Because what happens is, as an armed citizen, what happens if you get into a life-threatening situation and you've had to use your firearm to protect yourself. Well, the guy who's the head county attorney, if he's anti-gun, they may come after you a little bit, you know, stronger, even if the law is kind of on your side, so to speak. Uh, they can maybe get you on something else, or at least they can drag you through the courts and inconvenience you, basically sending a message saying, "Yeah, I know that the law says that you can do A, B, and C, but." I personally don't agree with that, and so I'm going to make it in my office now to where if you are involved in a self-defense shooting, we're going to really, we're going to put you through the ringer. And again, if you get a guy in there who's pro-gun, who thinks that the citizenry uh, should be able to defend themselves and thinks that less government equals more government, we as a state and we as a country will be uh, much better represented. Another thing that you can look at when you're doing some of your homework here, on their websites, they're going to have who they're endorsed by. And what you can do is you can go and you can say, all right, these are the people that are endorsing them. 
and then you can go and look up those people and look and see what they believe. Look and see if they're strong on guns or weak on guns. Look and see if, if the people that have endorsed them in the past, look at their voting records on things. If they're in a position where they have, you know, where they've been able to vote on uh, gun rights or on gun legislation. Now, the other person, I, there's a, like I said, I was going to talk about the people who are running for state representatives. Uh, there's also Vanessa Whitener. On her website, under gun rights, this is what she has to say. Now, again, she has other uh, other things about jobs and being fiscally conservative, education, uh, illegal immigration, things like that. Under gun rights, this is what she has put on her website. I find value in protecting and respecting a constitutional right. I grew up in what once was small town Gilbert, where my father owned a gun shop. And there I was taught how to properly use a gun, understand its implications for good and bad, and learn to respect the right to use a firearm. So, you know, for me, uh, it, she's willing to put that on there. It shows that she's at least pro-gun. Um, other things that she puts on there, you know, you can go under issues and you can see what other things she believes in or, or would be willing to support. You can also, most of these places, or most of these websites, excuse me, will have a place where you can go, and uh, they'll usually say something like, you know, meet the candidate or such and such, and they'll have a listing usually of where they're going to do uh, public speeches or where they're going to do meetings. A lot of them will have meet and greet type things. You can go and you can meet them, and you can let them know as a constituent, as a person who lives uh, where they're going to represent, if you go up and if enough of us go up, and just kind of do the reminders of saying, you know, that we're Second Amendment supporters. Or you say, you know what, I was on your website and I really appreciate what you wrote about the Second Amendment. And I agree with you that it's a, uh, that it's a right. And then you can, you can put that stuff out there. And the more of us that go up and do things like that, that stuff registers with them. If they've got, if they meet 100 people and 25 of them talk about, I don't know, let's say education. But 50 of them come up and start talking about, and when they have a chance to meet the candidate, say, oh, I, you know, I'm, a big, I'm a big Second Amendment supporter and I appreciate the fact that you are. That's going to stick with them. Okay? They're going to understand, gee, out of half the people that I met, I, one of the things that I know is important to them is gun rights and, and protecting our gun rights and making sure that the Second Amendment doesn't get trampled on. If we go and look at the third guy, He's running for state representative in my district. It's a gentleman by the name of Tom Forsey. Forsey? I don't know. F-O-R-E-S-E. And again, he's he's got the issues on there. Now, his website isn't, I, I don't think, as slick as maybe some of the others. But what I like about it is he's uh, he's got the thing up there about... Uh, under kind of the what I believe section, and if we look at what I believe as concerning gun rights, he doesn't have a, 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 a kind of a separate thing, but he writes, I love our Constitution and Bill of Rights, but if I had to pick a favorite amendment, it would definitely be the Second Amendment. So we at least see that the guy is pro-gun, uh, and we can go over and click on his endorsements. We see that he's endorsed by uh, Steve Yarbrough, now you say, well, who's Steve Yarbrough? Well, he's the guy that's going to be running for state senator. Uh, we see that he's also endorsed by Russell Pierce, who's a guy uh, that some of you guys may know um, on authoring 1070, the illegal, the illegal immigration bill. 
But if you go and you look back and you see some of the things that Russell Pierce has done, as well as some of these other guys that are on here, you see that all these guys are pro-gun guys. And they've, they've played major parts in getting legislation to get that to go forward. They voted on key issues. Now, you may not agree with them on other things, but like I said, for me, kind of the litmus test is Second Amendment issues and gun rights because if they think that the general population who's legal to have them so you haven't, you haven't forfeited your rights uh, under our societal contract, then you should be able to have, uh, you should be able to have a... Uh, a firearm and be able to own them with very little restrictions. Uh, again, just you know, a couple of things that he's got on here. One of the things is Arizona Sportsman for Wildlife uh, under his endorsements. But again, for me, probably the most important thing to look at for endorsements is look at some of the people, uh, the actual people who are in who are in office now, and if they're willing to endorse this person, then go and look at their voting records. And yeah, it does take a little bit of time, but like I said. The guy who who is in the House of Representatives today may be the mayor tomorrow, uh, and and may end up being you know a governor or may end up being somebody who can do us a lot of good later on as far as when key legislation comes up and for protecting our Second Amendment rights. So it is so very important that all of us get out there, make sure that our opinions are known make sure that our beliefs are known and make sure that we're getting people in there who are going to represent what we want because there are other people out there that are going to talk to them and they're going to vote for their candidates there are people out there uh, who believe just as strongly as we do that that guns are bad and that you shouldn't be able to own a gun and and guns are the root of all evil and they're the cause of all the problems believe me those people are going to talk to their representatives what we need to do is we need to make sure that the people that are in office are the people that are going to listen to us, that are going to respond to us, and that will go to bat for us and will fight for all of our rights. All right, guys, I think I've said enough on that. Let's go ahead and take a quick musical break, and when we come back, we'll go ahead and wrap up the show. Yo, I'm 
Okay, guys, we're going to kind of wrap it up. And I got an email the other day from Jim. And since this is the magic of podcasting, I started this thing on a Sunday. It's now Tuesday evening. I just haven't had the time to sort of put the finishing touches on the show and uh, get it turned out the way I wanted. Hopefully it will drop tonight. So uh, I did get an email from uh, a friend of the show, Jim, and he... uh, one of the things I'd asked on the last show when I did the article and kind of had gone over the different parts was, was my take on it accurate or am I kind of too close to it? You know, was I looking for things that weren't there? And he thought that I did pretty well on it and that his take was pretty much the same as mine. Um, as far as eating in restaurants and things like that, he said that he's been active and not eating where he's not welcome and telling the owners that. And again, I think I'd mentioned something I thought probably some more restaurants are going to start throwing up the no firearm signs. But again, the more uh, more and more of us that tell them and tell them politely, we don't feel welcome here and so we're going to go eat somewhere else. If enough people do that, they'll take them down. Uh, now, I believe also I heard on another show, and I can't remember which one it was. Uh, it may have been the shooting bench or something like that. Anyway, he was reading off, I think that's what it was. He was reading off a thing about Pizza Hut. And as we all know, Pizza Hut had uh, the rigmarole where they fired the guy for uh, carrying a gun, one of the delivery guys. Well, it appeared, and they used to have a thing, I guess, in Arizona, and this may be down in the Tucson area, uh, where the Pizza Hut was saying that they had the sign up saying no firearms. Well, I guess they're supposedly taking those down. So, um, if you're down in Tucson and, and uh, if, if you go to a Pizza Hut, look and see if you can see any of the uh, no firearm signs, if they're still up or if they have been taken down. And again, I don't know. Uh, this may have been something that happened a while back. Uh, let's see. Uh, what, what else did Jim say? Oh, he kind of made fun of me a little bit <laughs> on my taste in music. He says, on, on the average, and average is underlined, your musical tastes are moderate. So thanks, Jim. Uh, let's see. I think, like I said, that's going to kind of about do it. Oh, uh, one other thing, kind of a friend of the Armed Ape Show and also of Firearms Cafe, I guess, Ken, had sent me a couple of uh, really good reviews that he's done over at the Armed Ape. So the last couple of episodes has his reviews there. And I would recommend, even if you don't normally listen to that, uh, to, to my other podcast, go over there. It's well worth going over there and downloading those last couple of shows and uh, giving them a listen. And I'm actually uh, probably, I'm thinking maybe the end of this week, I'm going to put out another Armed Ape show with Ken's last review. Uh, and, uh, and again, if you listen to those, you'll kind of get the story. If not, Ken is a guy who has a, a medical background, and he's actually joining up uh, the Army. And so he's going through basic right now. He'll be done pretty much in, uh, I think, end of October, mid-October, something like that. So uh, if you want to, you can uh, call and wish him luck, that type of stuff. Uh, and like I said, go over to the Armed Ape. Then the last couple of episodes, I think it's episodes uh, 20 and 21 maybe. Um, I can't remember right off the top of my head. But uh, the last couple, and uh, you'll hear his reviews. And like I said, they're really worthwhile for listening to. Also, don't forget, if you like this show and you'd like to hear shows that are similar, uh, I am a member of the Gun Rights Radio Network, uh, and they're 
are shows that are very similar to mine over at the network. There are also shows that are very different. So if you really like my show and you'd like to hear something similar to it or, or along the same vein, I guess I should say, or you know, along the same subject lines, or if you think, eh, this guy's not my cup of tea, we have several other shows over at Gun Rights Radio uh, Network, and you'll be able to find something that interests you, I'm sure. All right, guys, I think we're going to draw to a close here today, and we'll see you next time. And as always, we'll save a seat for you at our table here at the Firearms Cafe. Stay safe, everyone. Oh, the devil has given him superhuman strength. Oh,